Gotta put the screen up. Talks about it with Frances. Anthony Holmes. <laughs> How you like that name? Anthony Holmes. Yo, that sounds like a good alias. Uh, possibly a legal alias. <laughs> I like it. <clears throat> so where do you go by in the real estate game? Just like basic name? Anthony. 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 Only a few people call me Tony. Tony Holmes. Oh, Tony Holmes. I like that. He does real estate, so Tony Holmes is a good name. Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, a little aggressive, but you know. <laughs> a little aggressive. <laughs> Sounds a little mafioso. Go see Tony Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so how you doing today? Not bad. You know, honestly, I'm glad you brought me on the show. Glad you're here, man. Well, it's no, gonna, it's gonna you know be, what? It's going to be a good when, conversation. <laughs> no, but all seriousness, when I think entrepreneur, you being close friends to me, you come to mind. I appreciate that. No, videography, YouTube, podcast, music, just taking regular photos, photographer, you do it all. Yeah. yeah In today's yeah. modern world, you I are literally the uh, idea of entrepreneur. You do everything, you take risks. Yeah. You're right. That, that that should be our first topic. Entrepreneurship, taking risks. Yeah. You um you don't grow if you don't take risks. In order to grow and to evolve, you have to take risks. You got to take chances. Because if, if if not, if you stay in the same place all the time, nothing's going to change. Not nothing about you or or your business is going to grow. A hundred percent. That's like. Staying in your comfort zone is going to keep you in your comfort zone. Right, and you don't want to, you don't want to be in your comfort zone. Um, so you always want to evolve. You always want to change. It's going to make you smarter as an individual and smarter if you only own or run your own business. Definitely. So, what do you think about entrepreneurship? You're uh, you're going that route right now. I'm thinking about it. You know what I mean? It's it's always uh, a conversation in my mind. Uh, always contemplated. Raw uh, cigar cutter. I smoke cigars once in a blue. But I never owned uh, a cutter. Just got one at the local um, smoke shop. And it's the Raw brand and it cuts great. Love it. Great. All right. I know I got a butane somewhere. I just don't know where <laughs> butane would be the best way to do it. <clears throat> so entrepreneurship, what do you think about it? What do, you, what do you think is the definition of entrepreneurship? Being able to think for yourself to create your own way of wealth. What's your opinion? What are you thinking? Creating your own income. Yeah, you're right. You know, not not relying on a business or a corporation uh, to pay you to sit behind a desk or whatever that is for income that's going to be set. You know, as an entrepreneur, you always create your own income. You're going to create an endless amount of income. So, you know, entrepreneurship is a mindset. 
because being an employee is a mindset. It's that that trust, that comfort, knowing you have a paycheck coming every week or biweekly. Mm-hmm. You have your bills set by what your income is. As an entrepreneur, you don't know what your income is. Right, and you got to adjust that's to that. Scary. You got to adjust to that, and th- and that's why you know so many businesses or small business owners, uh, companies, Fortune 500 companies, uh, they took chances. You know, uh, they took a chance in making the money, and they had to uh, what's that word for uh, control how they spend the money in order to survive. But at the same time, they still took risks and chances to make more money. A hundred percent. What do you think would be the best, your, your ideal entrepreneur um, setup? What would it be? What, what would you want to do? What, what, what would you enjoy doing every day you wake up in the morning to do what it is that you do, entrepreneur-wise? All, all on you. You have something? Well, you know, in my case with 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 real estate, um, it's real estate's always going to appreciate over time. Yes, there's risk involved, but again, with with greater risk comes the bigger prize. And that's in that's in all aspects of life. Of course, the bigger the risk, the bigger the payout. Whether it's finan- whether whether it's something to do financially or just as a peace of mind or being happy. Yep, that's where it's at. <clears throat> you stay in your comfort zone. You're not gonna go far, even with exercise, diet. You stay in your comfort zone. You're not gonna go far. You need to break out of that, and that's that is what entrepreneurship is. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Going talking about exercise, one of the things that it was always easy for me, you know. With with exercise, was doing the gym part. I don't know about you. For me, it was always the diet part. That was the hard part. That was the hard part. It was trying to find the mindset just to eat clean. So I, I mean, I don't know about you, but for me, that was always the. It's the opposite with me. Really? Yeah, I could go to the sauna every day. <laughs> <laughs> but. But I, I can't hit the weights every day. See, when I was younger, that was always weights? go-to. Weights, cardio, whatever. Yeah, Three hours, no, no no issue. I, minimum once a week I do, but I can't do four or five days of the straight. Sometimes. Some some weeks, of course, I, I go crazy. But when I'm just not into it, I'll go for the sauna, a nice shower. <laughs> yeah, we. I don't know. If it, I guess it has to do with the motivation and the mindset. You know, the, the determination. It's also the goal. You want a look. I don't really want to look. I just go for the health, the, the, the exercise. I just want to be healthy. Right. Yeah, I don't really. I don't even lift heavy weights when I go. I go just to exercise. To maintain. My legs, I do the heaviest. Okay. I do three plates on each side. That's, that's the heaviest I go. All right. I, I hear um, men's health relies a lot on, 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 on leg muscles or something like that. Like, supposedly something that has to do with producing testosterone even. Really? If you work your legs out, supposedly it helps produce it more. Okay. L- leg strength in general for men and women is great, but I hear it's very beneficial for men. Well, if you think about it too like this, your legs being the bottom part of your body, there are the foundation of everything else, holds everything else up. It's going to help out with the spine. 
hundred percent. That's where it's at. So, how'd you get over the diet thing? The, the, how how that was being hard. What did you do? Honestly, I just, I I tried my hardest. You know, I would go for like maybe a week, a couple of days in, and then all of a sudden it's like you just fall off. So I guess for me, the way I looked at it, the fact that I was still putting an effort to to maintain my health, I I still put an effort forward. So did, with, did, did with, you have the mindset? Since I'm working out and I'm killing the calories, I can eat whatever the fuck I want. That was also that was the part, of, that it, was part right? of the mindset. Like, you know I know I mean? this is bad, but yo, I'm killing it. I'm, I'm doing good. I'm, <laughs> I'm using the energy. I'm, I'm burning the calories. Again, though, when you're younger, you, your mindset's going to change over time. Your drive's going to change. Everything's going to change over time. Yeah. You know, younger, you don't think straight fully. Yeah. A percentage of people do. You know what I mean? But... Small percentage, right? Especially in this country, the, the 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 meals, the a lot of processed foods, and you know we're just raised to to think this is good stuff. Not that it's good stuff. We know it's not healthy, but that's just what we we, we grew up on: fast foods and cookies and ice creams and all that crap. Oh no, I get that now. It's, you know, with, that's with, what I mean. It's you grew up that kid, way. Not even that right? with my kids. Yeah. You know, the yeah. fact like if one's doing sport, uh, they're both doing sports, running around in and out of the house, certain times or whatnot, what's quick to eat? Fast food. I'm guilty too, man. It's tough. <laughs> it's tough. We're used to it. It's fast. It's fresh. I don't know about fresh. Fr- fresh. I mean, it's hot. Freezer fresh. <laughs> it's hot. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's definitely tough. But lately, I, I don't know. I forgot how it really clicked for me, but I've been doing really good with fasting. Really? I could go all day without eating. I, I eat now like just one meal a day like dinner. So that so you're doing like a 16-hour fasting kind of? Probably Because there's more. a thing called intermittent let's fasting. Say, yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't do that on purpose, but I, I, just, I just got into the mindset where I don't need to eat three meals a day like the way I was raised. Dominicans... <laughs> are all about food. If you're not eating, it's like you're Italians. dying. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. Same thing. If you're not eating, something's wrong with you. You're sick. Right. So three meals a day, snacks in between. So now that I'm on my own, now I could think for myself and realize I don't need to eat first thing in the morning. Right. I don't even need to eat lunch. Wait, I can wait till I'm hungry. Or what I do is just wait till after the gym. I go to the gym at like 3 p.m. See, I can never go to the gym that late. Yeah, I I was I always never go early. <laughs> I was always a morning person with the gym, mm. you know, and and I guess you can think of it. It kind of gets your blood flowing, starts the day, freshens up the mind. It's amazing in the morning, and it, and and you know, if it hits like twelve o'clock, I won't go to the gym. Depends, depends on the situation. But <laughs> is it because the the crowd? No, I don't care about the crowd. Mm. Um, I think for me, it's mostly the fact that at a certain point, my day's already started. So now, if I start the gym later, <laughs> if I start the gym later, the rest of my day is going to start later. Oh, man. I see. <laughs> I see. So I guess maybe it's like a time management like, thing. It's like you center your whole life around the gym. But if I do the gym later, then, whoa, that throws me off. <laughs> the gym is the core, right? <laughs> I mean, the gym is not my life, but like. <laughs> so it sounds like <laughs> you base everything else around the gym. I can't go now. It's over. You ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go get fast food. Yeah, oh, my God. <laughs> 
You know, no, I just feel like, again, like I said, with going early in the morning, you're going to, it's going to clear the head. It's going to get the blood flowing. Yeah. It's going to get your, your clarity going, your, your thought process in the right way. So going to the morning, I just feel like it's a good way to start your day. I agree. I mean, I know some people go to the gym twice a day. You know, they'll do like, say, cardio in the morning yep. and then weights at night or, or vice versa. Yep. 100%. I follow a lot of like um, successful people. Right. You want to be successful? Just follow these people's footprints. And a lot of successful people wake up very early in the morning and the first thing they do is exercise. Water mm-hmm. and exercise. And the reason I'm okay with eating once a, one, one day, once a day where I got that mindset was if I'm following all the most successful people and I'm trying to gather their habits so I could be successful. And I, when I say successful, I don't, I don't mean money-wise. I mean even mentally, peaceful, um, humble, blah, blah, blah. But the monks eat once a day. They eat lunchtime. Really? Yeah. Is there, a spe- is there a reason they only eat why it's lunchtime? I don't know why. No. I think it's because of the middle of the day. Okay. Uh, it's no point of eating as soon as you wake up. And mm-hmm. You're not supposed to eat too uh, close to bedtime. So that's, that's probably why. It's right, right in the middle of the day. It's the peak of the sun. It's a great time to eat. Right. But I was looking into monks because they're the, to me, they're the happiest people on earth. The most peaceful, at peace people on earth. Would you agree? Yeah, I think I right. with, with 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 again with the mindset, the meditation, the you know, everything they were raised up from, you know, the culture, you know, the the, the positivity mindset that everything's gonna find its way and everything's gonna be all right. And they're secluded. They're just in whatever they call that monastery. I think it is. Yeah, I mean, if they're you think just about there. It, they're not worrying about the news, media, money. They're just at peace, meditating, and they're just smiling. Being secluded like that, I mean, they're cut off from any type of negativity or bad distractions. Yeah. So that's where I got that mindset from. It's it's not about eating all day. <laughs> no, I... Listen, I did intermediate fast at one point. I just tied in the intermediate fasting when I was sleeping. So I would do like yeah, 16 hours. It counts. It definitely counts, yeah. Right. So for, for me... I think it was, I ate... So you were doing two meals a day instead of three, pretty two, much. No, I actually cut it into like the time frame. So there's 24 hours a day, um, 16, no eating. The other eight was the only time I could eat. It doesn't yeah. mean I'm stuffing my face, you know, yeah, yeah. every chance I get with it was eight hours. I'd spread out the meals yeah. or I would just turn them into small mini meals, uh, like, like an appetizer, basically. You said yeah. you figure spread out over eight hours. Yeah. Two beers and 12 wings. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's where the unhealthy diet, you know, trying to comes in. But you're working out. You're good. <laughs> no, you know, like I said, like at one point I did try. I would do like egg whites and apples. I would do the rice and fish, you know. I, I did my research. I, I did make an attempt at some, you know, at some point. Yeah, but. it's a little extreme though. I think that's what it is. You got to find your balance. Right. You know? But that's anything in life. You just got to find a balance. That's... I preach that shit a lot. The the, the balance is, is where it's at. You want to enjoy your food, but you just don't go deep. Don't go crazy. Yeah. yeah. Keep it healthy, but don't don't keep it so healthy that it's boring. And don't like criticize yourself if you if, if you decide to have like a slice of well, why well, had a slice of pizza this week? It's not gonna kill you. I preach pizza. I love pizza. I'll tell anybody to eat pizza, even if you're on a diet. <laughs> just bread, cheese, and sauce. Literally, there's carbs. All food, all food groups. 
<laughs> it's all good. It's all good. It's nothing crazy. I don't. I don't so think it's anything crazy. Would, the, would a Big Mac have all food groups? No, Big Mac. I, I, uh, <laughs> it's it's definitely a lot of processed stuff in it. If it's a decent pizzeria, it's real cheese, real sauce, real bread, real dough. You know. But you know, fast food is uh, processed. Well, you said a real pizzeria. Where's the pizzeria? What do you mean, New York? <laughs> Have you had upstate pizza? No, it's not real. If uh, I don't got real cheese, damn. Unless you're towards the Bronx or Manhattan, I'm sorry, but real pizza don't exist. It's tough, man. Yonkers is good. Yonkers got good pizza. Right. There's one down the block. We can hit it if you want later. It's good. Right, yeah, real good. Real good. Let's jump into a topic I got. I got a few. A few uh, don't get me too nervous here. Nah, nah, nah. It's all good stuff. Um, advice for new fathers. Advice for new fathers. Um, you ever had somebody ask you for advice on uh, about to be father? Honestly, no. But I'll just say this: you're never prepared. You're always learning as you go. It doesn't matter how much your dad tells you, your grandpa, your uncle, whatever. You're never prepared. You, it's it, no, you're not. It, you literally learn as you go. My advice is always that um, it's natural instinct. You know you have to care for the kid, change it, feed it, put it to sleep, burp it, all that. It's like all these things you already know. Plus, natural instinct just kicks in. I always tell people, don't be scared, don't overthink it. It's gonna kick in. It's a response. It's a very big responsibility, but. It's 100% doable. Anybody could do it's it. It's a natural feeling to be nervous and overthink it that you know, and be scared. 100%. It's, it's, it's going to happen. But I feel like you just, you know how to, you know how to, you know what to do. You know how to be a dad. Yeah, that's it. That, that's exactly what I tell people. Financial advice. If you, if you had to give, let's say, uh, one good piece of advice to, I don't know, somebody that just asks you. Invest your money and be smart with it. Don't spend it on dumb shit you're going to regret. Perfect. Where, where, where would you recommend they, they, they uh, invest? With you. No, I'm kidding. Hey. <laughs> um, based off of obviously doing what I do, I, I, I would say real estate. Real estate is definitely a good way to store your wealth and your wealth will grow. Because it, it is good. Homes will always appreciate. Yep. Doesn't matter if it's a mixed use, uh, multifamily, single family. It's always going to appreciate. Yeah, I agree with that one. You know, it's not like putting the stock market into bonds and stocks, where it goes CDs, up and down. where it has a basic, you know, interest rate that's going to. Yeah, if you got a, a, you know, something at a decent price and you hold it for a few years, it's definitely going to appreciate. Of course, definitely. Yeah, so it's, and that is amazing advice. Absolutely. <clears throat> what about credit? And you get advice for for credit. And what and what, what do you mean credit? In terms like of uh, let's say somebody with bad credit, building credit, or even uh, um, real estate credit. Somebody that needs to get a loan for real estate. Any one of those three you want to touch on? So getting a loan, obviously, you're gonna go go to your loan officer, your nearest bank or a mortgage broker. Um, sit down. They're gonna have you fill out an application. They're gonna run your credit and see what you can uh, pre-approve for. See what you can afford. The worst thing any home buyer can honestly do is go start looking at homes without a pre-approval. Because, A, you're going to possibly upset yourself and then realize you can't afford something after you fall in love with something. 
genius advice. Don't set yourself up for heartbreak. Yeah, don't don't <laughs> set yourself up for heartbreak. And I, you know, I, I I use that for all aspects of life. Do you? If that's not in your budget, don't even look at it. Don't 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 so no window obsess. Shopping. Yeah, don't obsess over it. Just until you get there, if you get there, then enjoy it. Although for now, you can don't, make that a goal to work towards it. Yeah, do that, but to obsess over something and then realize, damn, the numbers don't add up. My dream house yeah. ain't my dream house. I learned that when I when I was doing this short film, and when I was writing the the, the scenes, I had the song in mind for the uh-huh. intro, but I reached out to the artist and it was like they wanted to go through courts and do it the right way and i'm like damn it's gonna cost too much it's not worth it it's just a short film for youtube but that's the same situation i fell in love with the song and i wrapped the whole movie a little short film around that song and no other song fit it the way i wanted it to so it was kind of like a fail that's the same thing don't Put your heart into a home without getting that loan. <laughs> I like the lo- I like the slogan. I like that. That's good. <laughs> Tony Holmes. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. Don't fall in love with the home without the loan. Just hit up Tony Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll I be like writing it. a contract afterwards. I'm sure you're gonna watch you. something out of that. Yeah, I'm gonna snip it and send it to you with the contract. <laughs> Just make sure it's notarized. I got you. I got you. So nowadays, where the dating game is like ridiculous, where a lot of guys are like these are real statistics. A lot of guys are watching porn a lot. Yes, which is unhealthy. They're not getting the jack, you know, masturbating a lot. They're not getting attention for females a lot because females are shooting for the moon and. Kind of can't blame them because a lot of guys nowadays ain't shit. You can't blame the females for shooting for the moon because they want the best they can get. But and these guys ain't adding up today. There's a lot of ain't shit guys out there that don't want to step up. Right? I feel like it's from both sides. It is both sides. It is both sides. But statistics right now show that a lot of men are not really having any relationships with women. Well, I mean, how long ago was the whole fuckboy, you know, created? When did that term come out? Well, before that was Scrubs. It was always something. Right, so at what you know, point? During, I guess something. you could say, at what point during the men's generation did they lose their way? When all the women empowerment rose, all the single ladies, <laughs> and then uh, all the scrubs. <laughs> 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 That's where it started. The, the balance was off. So now men ain't shit. <laughs> well, if you think about it too, I mean, here, here's here's another argument. What? Uh, we were touching on this real quick before, beforehand. What was the formula? That there's this there's what? this theory called ho. Um, oh yeah, what was it? Hoflation. Hoflation. Break it down. So, correct me if if I'm saying it wrong. You a man's got to work five times as hard that his grandmother was to get a woman that's twenty times worse than their grandmother. Yeah, sound like that. Yeah, yeah. you got it. <clears throat> so times changed and it sucks because dating is like a is like a, not that it's a joke now but everybody's replaceable everybody's expendable everybody's expendable everybody's replaceable it's it's fast everything's fast 
And back in the day, it was forever. You meet somebody, it's forever. We're going to work on this. Now it's like, next. Well, if you think about it, too, you know, years ago, my grandparents or great-grandparents, the woman stayed home, took care of everybody, the family, the house, the man went out and made the money. Obviously, times change, you know, um, women have earned their spot and woofed off in the world. Um, and men stepped down a little bit. A percentage of men. The, the percent I feel like the percentage of men that have not stepped down have been so broken and beaten that they've given up. <laughs> yeah, that too. That too. You know, and I feel you can't like... can't be a man nowadays. You got to be real sensitive. Well, that's the other thing too. It's like right? at, at what point to be so sensitive where a woman's not attracted to you? That, that, that's why the balance is off right now. We can't be masculine enough. And they want to be tough. They want to be, they want to step up and, and level up to us. And we can't be man enough. Right? It's, it's, it's crazy. It's a big game. I feel like <clears throat> men, since they've realized that women are not dependable on them again, or you know, in general, they're not dependable on them. They don't need a man, basically. There are women out there that don't need a man. They're independent. And honestly, that's good for them. You know, to rely on somebody to take care of you is kind of shitty nowadays. But yeah, it's not realistic. If right? you're in, it's not realistic. But if you're independent, you can take care of yourself, and you find the other person because they want to take care of you. That's a different type of yeah. That's different. You know what I mean. And that's an agreement between the two. You both agree it's, it's different. That that's the thing. Communication. You both agree on the situation is perfect. I feel like men, over time, ever since like I was I was saying, women have become independent. Men have been forced to become independent because now you have to. Men have to do their own laundry. They have to. They have to learn to cook. They clean. Do everything on their own. So I would you know at at that you know years ago you would need. To find somebody that you you want to stay home and take care of the house. Obviously, again, times have changed. Big time. Both both parties are independent. So, if you think about it, a man only needs a woman for two things. What's that? Obviously, <laughs> obviously, sex and companionship, right or wrong. Because if a man can take care of himself, what's he need a woman for? <clears throat> if he can cook, clean, make his own money, what's he need a woman for? Sex is definitely one of them. And companionship. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Right. The same thing for a woman. Because now, nowadays, they can take care of themselves. So they're only going to need a man for two things. That makes sense. I never thought of it like that. You never thought about that like that? No, nah, no. Nah. Yeah, it's true. If if both parties are good by themselves, what do they need each other? It ain't financially. But, but I think where the confusion is, women think it's financially. Right, they think they expect a man to pay either all the bills or most of the bills or the rent, right? No, not, I think not that's, no. I think that's that's a confusion now with relationships. It's an expectation of women; they want you to pay definitely more than what they're paying. They want their money to be their money. I know, I know people, I know women that they they look at it as they handle everything themselves. And you handle your shit. You know what I mean? Or it's, yeah. you know, you, you share. If you, live, if you live together or you're married, you share bills. I know, you know that I mean? exists. And that's that's the way it should be. I feel nowadays since we're equal. But I think when it comes to expectations with dating and new girls, I think that's, I think well, not new girls. In general, it's always been like that. You want a man to provide everything. Whatever. 
Any advice for men going through divorce? <clears throat> Grass is greener on the other side. <laughs> well and, and I say this because again, I was I was previously well married. You know, I, I I got divorced. So here's what I'm here's what I'm saying. People that tell you it's cheaper to keep them are just afraid to take a chance and move on. Ooh, that's poetry. <laughs> Talk about it. Um, grass, grass is greener on the other side. It really is. Yeah, it's going to be hell. It's going to be stress going through the process. But um, at, at the end of the day, you're going to find your, find your way on top. And going to the, the whole saying, it's cheaper to keep them. Money's replaceable. So you got to work a little bit harder to make it up. But it's always replaceable. That's true. Peace of mind and happiness is not. So the question is, how much time do you want to lose staying in one spot? Peace of mind is priceless. <clears throat> I agree. I definitely agree. Um, any other advice, like court-wise or anything? Just make sure, make sure you choose the right lawyer. That's it. Do your research. Just choose the right lawyer. I like it. When was the last time you cried? Last time I cried? Probably my wedding, but you know what? Uh... Some people don't believe me. They think my eyes were just burning or some shit, but I'm going to go with that. I'm crying. That's dope. That's romantic. <laughs> I like that. I like that. <clears throat> that was from the alcohol, one of the two. <laughs> <laughs> Both. It gets you in your feelings. <laughs> what do you do when you're sick? You have a cold, fever, whatever. You Honestly, like, like I never get sick that often. Damn, this guy. <laughs> if I get, like, you know how some people get, like, sick throughout the year, like, six, seven times, but it's not like a death sick. It's just you're sick. I'll get sick maybe like twice a year, three times at the most. That's about it. That's awesome. So when you do, what do you do? Nothing. I'm not one of those complainer people that's like, oh, I mean, dying, help me. Like, I'm no, saying vitamin C, anything. You mean, oh, so like to get better, just vitamin C, take over uh, the counter. Unless I feel it's not going away in a couple of days is the only time I go to the doctor. But other than that, it's just. It's going to go away. It'll go away. Just ride it out. Strengthen your it's immune pain system. pain leaving your body. You'll be fine. Yeah. Take some vitamin C, help your immune system fight it. That's it. You take Drink vitamin C when you're sick? Yeah. The, the, 2,000 uh, milligrams. Oh, no, the, I, I just um, regular 1,000 milligram tablets. I just take two throughout 24 hours. Okay, so you don't take the actual package, put in the drink and stir oh, around the water? Oh, the emergency. Yes, yes, yes. I do, I do. That's 1,000 milligrams. So I have, I'll have two of those in a day. If I don't have the okay. tablets, you think it helps? Those. You know, I, I just really hope. Because <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the day, it's, it's science and who am I? Who am I? You know? But I hope they're really putting vitamin C in it. I really hope this is all true. We'll find out in how many years. Man, I don't know, man. Who knows? What about stomach ache? Pepto. All right. Pepto, I just, I pound it down like it's alcohol. Might not go for a day or two, but you know, it helps out. Nice, nice. You know, Tums for heartburn. Yeah, I've, I've used Tums recently for yeah? the first time. Yeah, it works. It works. No, it does. It definitely yeah. does. Interesting stuff. What are your life goals? Life goals in what aspect? Are we talk oh, about life, money or life, just life. in general? Yeah, like the ideal life. Ideal life? Uh, be out of New York. Damn, where are we going? <laughs> Somewhere down south. All right. All right. Somewhere down south <laughs> where it's warmer. <laughs> More relaxing, less stressful, a little bit more slower moving to an extent, you know. 
wake up every day with a positive mind and that's it. You know, not financially worry about anything. Wait, what would you do with your time though? Because you know you can't just sit. Yeah, do something. I do stuff to keep active. I'll go for a walk. Needed, you know. Come on. Yeah, you need something more to look forward to. You can't just really relax for Golf? the rest of your life. Well, you'd be working out. That's maintaining. You're still, you're still you know, I'm talking about, you know, if I'm moving down south, you said lifetime goals. That's like my 10-year plan. To just do nothing. Well, no, I want to do stuff to <laughs> keep busy. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. What are you going to do? No, like I said, like, I'll play golf. I'll go to the gym. I'll maintain my health. Um, Anything new. Anytime we do act, like, I'll try stuff. I don't care. You know, it depends, too, where I am, what my location is. Yeah. You have interest in boats? I always did. My uncle had a boat. Um, it's a lot of work. I heard they can be a lot of work. <clears throat> I don't know if I'd actually get one, though. It's a big responsibility because it's a lot of work. And, Jet- and doing it by yourself, too, if you don't really have help, it's Jet tough. skis I always wanted. That's much easier, much more manageable, but with one person. Right. Because you're not going to rely on your kids. Or, you know, you right, because the boat, you got to wrap in during the winter and stuff. But again, it depends. Lie, if you're down yeah. south, you know, depending on how warm or cold it gets, you yeah, that's why I was have asking. to. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was asking. Um, jet skis I always wanted, never pulled the trigger. That would be nice. I always wanted a bike, never pulled the trigger. I had one for one season and sold it. You got tired of it or you didn't, wasn't it, feeling it? It, it, it was just... I guess fear. It was uncomfortable driving. I didn't. I felt safer in a car. I'm more comfortable in a car. I, I, I'm also so not the, big into the high speeds. So, so the I fear just, didn't. The fear didn't. You know, exhilarate you. It nah. Yeah. Like yeah. A, yeah. Yeah. Because some people do it just because they like that, that 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 adrenaline rush. Same thing with amusement park rides. I don't do amusement park rides. Really? That stuff isn't. It doesn't excite me. It doesn't. It's not fun to me at all. <laughs> I'll do amusement park rides. Like what, roller coasters and all I'll that? I'll do it, My man. but I have to have patience because I hate lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See. That's the the only reason I hate amusement parks is because I hate lines. I hate, I'm, I'm an impatient person. I'm very, I try to be organized and know what's going on time-wise, all that stuff. So this is the same concept with line. I just, I'm impatient. I just want to. I mean, could I pay, you know, if you go to Six Flags, you pay for the Flash Pass. I'm like, eh, I'm not that desperate. But are you? <laughs> I think you are that desperate. You hate it. You hate the lines. I mean, I haven't been Six Flags years. I don't know what the extra price is, so yeah, probably, probably not that desperate. Yeah, it's probably ridiculous. Just to know I'm going to pay for $20 for a bottle of water when I walk in. I just, I just go in there blind. Like, I need this, so I'm going to just pay for it. <laughs> Sometimes, some places, I don't even look at the price because if I need it, I'm not even going to worry about it. I'm in a zoo. I'm thirsty. It's hot. I'm you're in a zoo. Beverage. Yeah. Let's say you're in a zoo and you, you gotta get something to drink. It's very hot. Oh, of course. You know what I mean? Like in those situations, come on. I'm in the airport. I know I'm gonna get jerked. Just, just get the water. <laughs> jerked? Just, how? Just, how are we talking? Hey, hey, expensive water. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. You know the water's gonna be. Yeah. No, sometimes they got other crap, but yeah, they'll have like Fiji only. The only options Fiji. You're paying three dollars. Yeah, it's like for. Come on, but. You just can't look at the price because I'm in the airport. I have no other options. I'm going to pay this $30 for the water. You believe in aliens? No. I know it's been on the news lately. I've seen shit, you know, conspiracy theory, everything else talking about it. Um, honestly, if I don't see it, I don't believe it. I'm the same way. So I, I agree with exactly what you're saying. But in general, aliens uh-huh. meaning other planets, other life on other planets. You know, they all, I feel like I, I believe I that feel exists, like there's a possibility. I'm not sure if, you know. So I feel like there's a possibility, but I if I don't believe it, I mean if I don't see it, I don't believe it. 
Say they were God. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Faith, all that stuff. If, if I don't see it, I don't believe it. Ghost, same thing. I'm not saying people haven't had, you know, weird experiences or whatever. They say ghosts exist. Again, everyone has their own opinion. That's fine. I respect that. But for me personally, if I don't see it, I don't believe it. I'm the same exact way. i never seen a ghost. Thank God, because it will scare me. You think it will? Of course. Or are you try to make friends? I think I think the first reaction is fear. Does it depend fear. on the type of ghost? No, I think just in general, if it's not a human. So if they come to you scared. with you know beer or something, Modelo, you're not gonna. If they're holding a beer, <laughs> I might take it because because that means they have some type of physical you know aspect to them. But so what do you believe in? Like, what do you think we are then? Well, I know we're well, we're obviously we're, we're human. species, yeah, 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 but yeah, yeah. you think we have a soul? You don't even know Define what soul. <sighs> it's deep. <laughs> Define soul. We're not just flesh and organs. There's more to us. There's a spiritual this, being. That's what it is. It's 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 deeper than just a physical. So that's like saying that's like talking like do you believe in soulmates? There's two spirits. That I don't believe. That I don't believe. The only the only way soulmates, I guess, are possible is if was a reincarnation or whatever is, is is possible where like you were married for 30 40 50 60 years in the past you both died and then come back as humans and i feel like it's the only possible way that that's even a thing in fairy tales but yeah 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 that's like one, that's in, like, that's one like, in a million that's like honestly my <clears throat> my opinion about disney i feel like all those movies they created for for younger girls just uh, it's it, it's entertaining it's a, it's, we all grew up on it you watch them right like what? Which movies? Um, Little Mermaid, no, uh, Lion King. I've never seen that movie. Really? The full movie. You, did you have a sister? I was only a child. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. I yeah. had a brother and a sister, so I got to see you know all types of- Yeah, I didn't of, get to experience that I was that the stuff. youngest, so I got to see all the, all whatever they were into. So my sister always had all the Disney movies, all the, even the female ones. You know, Little Mermaid. What are the other ones? I don't even know. Cinderella. That one actually, what, I don't think I was in the house, that one. That one I think wasn't in the Beauty house. Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. That one wasn't. Never seen the full movie. Never seen the cartoons. I don't think I've ever seen that one either. That one I haven't seen. I never even watched Aladdin. Like none of that. That one was in the house heavy. (laughs) I've never watched Disney movies like that. Like classics like that. Never seen the full movies. I I hate the singing parts of them. Besides that, I enjoy them. Well, that's what they're famous for—the musicals aspect of it. You know, I know. That's why I'm not a big fan of them. I'll never rewatch them. I hate those parts. I have no interest in watching them. It's click. They're classic, man. They're really classic. Your kids watch them. No, I feel them? like it's a in different t- generation. In different right? generation in today's world with all the technology, it's Netflix and YouTube, or and obviously, and better, or if you're a certain age, it's going to be social media. Some type of social media. Those you know? those old movies, the quality so outdated too. I don't even think I don't even think kids can really enjoy it. I feel like they could depend. Yeah. On, you know, if it's like a family night or something. Because it looks old, and I I think they like all the new animation that's out there. Like Pixar, can't compare Pixar to Disney. You know what I mean? Oh, of course not. So of course that, that, not. that's what I mean. I think I think some kids aren't really into that old quality stuff. No, but I mean, like if you if you're gonna throw a movie on for the kids, if it's family night or something, obviously they're gonna watch it. They're gonna say no. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Can I have popcorn? Fine, just sit down and watch the movie. Yeah, just sit down and watch the whole thing. <laughs> Put the tablet away. <laughs> Goes in the drawer, not coming out. Good, good. I like that. Uh, earlier, you, you mentioned um, how 
I think you said porn or masturbation. One of them is bad. I forgot what we were talking about. Both. I mean, it's going right, to be a, some type that. of sexual distraction to a man. If you think about it. But I distraction mean, from like him, his goals or something? Or from his women? goals. It's just a general distraction from anything. Maybe having a healthy relationship. Goals in life. Uh, anything. I mean, at the same time, you know, it, I'm sure it has its health benefits to whether you're a female or a male and you decide to do that. Yeah. I think the bad part is the porn gives guys false expectations when they're dealing with regular girls. Right? This guy's watching, you know, porn. Weird, weird shit. Yeah, all types of shit. Hardcore everything. And then he meets, but you know he what? meets That's, a regular girl. It's not going to give a false imp- uh, impression because that just shows that there's females out there don't like that. It shows that if some females will have that mentality or be able to, you know, or have no problem doing whatever that guy saw in the video. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's tough for females, too, because they're probably trying to keep up with what men are watching. Some. Right? Well, again, I mean. They're like, damn, I got to do this because this is what guys Men expect. and female are both going to have certain type of expectations from each other. But I'm saying females might, some, of course, might think. Might have to think if I need to keep a man and please a man, I got to do what he's watching, which is porn. I got to do that shit, right? That's some tough. of them, yeah, I'm sure some of them will have that. And then at the same time, a man, if he sees a certain female act a certain way or, or whatever the case may be, he's like, oh, I got to act like this if I want to keep her. Are you teaching your daughter anything? Like all those scary core ideas that she needs to know? About men and all dating. Have you had no, any she's conversations? Eight years, she's eight years old. I forgot she's that young. <laughs> <laughs> she's eight years old, pal. <laughs> so what's your plan? Do you have a plan? I try not to think of it. Not yet. Yeah, it's tough. I, I've I've always wanted a daughter. Me too. Did you really? Yep. I never wanted a boy. But what? Um, what made you always want a daughter? Boys. I've always seen boys as the more wild, ridiculous, Women energetic. Women can be the same way. No, but girls. I mean like you go to a birthday party, let's say a kid birthday party. The boys are rolling in mud. The girls are in a dress. They're a little more clean. They're more calm. But I think the teen, well, actually, even teenage years, boys are, are reckless. <laughs> I, I never want a boy. Anything about a boy. All the, the energy, the recklessness, the... The, how dirty they are! All that I never, I never, I never, I never liked the idea of having a boy. I always wanted a girl, and it happened. I don't. I mean, I have a boy. I have my son's eleven, my daughter's eight. So I mean, they're pretty close in age, which is great. Um, He's how old? Eight and eleven. Eight. My son's eleven. Oh, eleven, eleven. Okay. So again, I mean, there's going to be certain things you can do with your son you can't do with your daughter. Absolutely. So I have best of both worlds. Pays off. Of course. Doesn't eight. mean I want more now. <laughs> I love them to death. <laughs> Of course. Nice, nice. Um, but going back to when I asked you which, why, why you always wanted a daughter, for me, it was there was this commercial. No way, a commercial. There was this commercial <laughs> where the father's looking into the passenger side window of the car, talking to his daughter. He's standing outside looking, outside, the looking through the window, talking, right. to, talking to his daughter. The, do- the girl's like five years old in the commercial. And then as soon as he hands her the keys... She's real. It's now it's a eighteen year old girl sitting in the car. So it 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 sh- it just that feeling 
of watching your your little girl grow up, knowing how fast time can go by. Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy that that's the reason. <laughs> I've always wanted, I don't know, just something about that commercial that always made me just. Mine was just, the boys are just too reckless for me. I couldn't, I couldn't deal with it. You realize what you were about and then you're like, no. I wasn't a bad actor. I was, I was a decent kid. My brother, my brother was, is the middle child. He was reckless. So, so maybe, maybe watching my mom go through, my brother put uh, her through, maybe, maybe that's what it was too. <laughs> See, for, for me being the only child, I didn't have that experience with, with, with brothers and sisters. Yeah. So everything was a learning experience of my own. Yeah, that's true. You didn't get to watch nobody uh, fuck up. <laughs> I had to learn everything on my own. That's deep. I was the youngest, so I saw two people go through it. <laughs> <laughs> I learned from them, paved my way, and now I'm here. Talking to yeah. <laughs> um, What's up? You're into building muscle. Any advice? I know there's so many different ways. How do you feel about... Let's start off with veganism. How do you feel about that? I don't know if you saw the Dollar episode. Dollar, me and him were talking about veganism. And, okay. and he mentioned that his main reason that he'll never be, be vegan right. is because he gets more protein out of meat. Do you think that's a real thing? I mean, for many, many years, protein's always been known to come Beef. out of meat or you know you can still get sources of protein from beans peanut butter nuts but you need to eat let's say a lot more of those things to get the amount of like a smaller piece of meat you think i mean obviously you're gonna get more protein if you eat a piece of fish or steak so, so, what, so what do you recommend then you recommend meat then if somebody wants to build muscle recommend for whatever your goal in mind is let's say it's muscle to, let's say to get muscle to get muscle, I mean, you recommend some meat, meat, right? meat, meat, or <laughs> yeah, some type of meat, fish, chicken, pork, whatever. Yeah, yeah, eggs, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what? Cut carbs? Cut back on carbs? To depends be, on to what be season. Lean and muscular and muscular. It depends because obviously during the winter months you're going to put on weight. It's natural for humans to put on weight during the winter. Um, and when it gets closer to the spring, summer, obviously you're going to change the way you eat. You change your diet, your calorie intake, your protein intake. Yeah. To adjust for the months coming, you got it. All comes down to doing your research. So the 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 key is protein and and meat, or or powder. You fuck with the powder, powder protein. You can you you can use that, but that's just that's not like a full meal replacement. Just don't be like uh, breakfast, lunch, dinner. You know. Um, but I mean for building muscle. It, it's, yeah, it's you do good. it as like a, a a small meal in between. You know, you're having to say, say steak for lunch and then, I don't know, fish for dinner or whatever. You know, you get protein shake in between. Protein shake right after you finish lifting. After lifting. I like that. And what about a regimen? What do you think about a week? How, 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 many, how many times somebody should work out? If they want to it build depends, honestly, muscle and be lean. It dep- depends on your goal. What, what, but let's what, say what's muscular lean. Muscular lean? I mean... Yeah. You got to do cardio and you have to lift heavy weights. You got to do both, right? Yes, you got to do both. But at the same time, you don't want to do your cardio before lifting. You want to do your cardio at the end. Talk about it. I do the opposite. Please. <laughs> but you know what's me. funny? I know that, but I still do sometimes cardio before lifting. So you know the benefit of doing the I know the, the benefit. Way, but it's just the mood you're in that day. It's just the mood. And on top of that, it's just, just to get the blood flowing. That or I'll even sit in the sauna. Oh, just the to get sauna. my temperature up. Before I will lift. Yeah, I love the sauna. So, so tell me, what is the benefit of doing uh, heavy lifting and then cardio? Why, why is that? 
because your blood's and your heart rate and your blood's going to get so high when you start lifting, you're actually burning muscle. Or not burning muscle, oh. you're just burning more calories. But but isn't it the same thing if you do it after? Let's say you run for like, you know, an hour. I mean, it's that's the same thing, right? It depends on the sport too or cuz you're you're training burning calories. You're doing. You know, again, do you want to burn more calories or are you trying to build more muscle? Build more muscle. If you're burning more calories than you're intaking, you're going to lose weight. You're going to lose muscle. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. You got to eat you a gotta decent find, amount. Yes. You got to work out a certain amount. Again, it depend it depends on your goal and your yeah, mindset. Yeah, yeah, Shit. Are are you a bodybuilder? Are you a powerlifter? Are you um you know, people are really just about the looks. What? You know, people are more about the looks. You know, they just Nowadays, want, they, they just yeah, want that. That's, that that's because of social media and of marketing course. and magazines, Hollywood, TV, course, movies, all that stuff. Of course, of course. It's also the reason why fucking dating scene sucks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's all about looks. <laughs> fucking horrible. Thank you very much, Tony Holmes. <laughs> Talks about it with Frances. Peace and love.